Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. If you're between the ages of 18 and 55, there's a job open for you in the nursing profession. Although there are more nurses active in the profession today than ever before, the demand continues to outstrip the supply. Right now, the National Association of Practical Nurse Education could employ an additional 60,000 practical nurses a year. Hospital and health facilities are continuing to expand. As a result, countless opportunities are open to the woman who becomes a professional or practical nurse. Older women, particularly, are finding the profession of practical nursing highly rewarding as a career. To qualify as a student in professional nursing, you must be a high school graduate or college student in good health. For practical nursing, an elementary school or high school graduate, depending on age. If you're interested in the security of a well-paying, honorable profession, write to Nursing Careers in care of your local postmaster or inquire at your nearest school of nursing or hospital. A cup of coffee and breakfast and yoo-hoo. A cup of... Hmm. Coffee can's almost empty. These days it's a lot cheaper to sing tea for two. McGee, breakfast is ready. Okay, come here, kiddo. Mmm, ah, boy, it sure smells good. Here, let me help you. Goodness, you look tired. There must have been quite a meeting you Elks had last night. Oh, hey, that's right. I didn't tell you, did I? I don't see how you could since I was asleep when you came in and you were asleep when I woke up. Yeah, that's right. I passed the jam. Thanks. Well, sir, when I got there, they were busy discussing who to get for a new chairman for the hobby show on account of Choppy Moran resigned, see? Oh. They had to get a guy they could depend on to get the hobby show all set for Friday's deadline, so guess whom they made new chairman? No, you mean... That's right. Your hotshot husband, that's whom. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Good for you. Gee whiz, Molly, I wish you wouldn't pat me on the head like that when I'm eating a piece of toast and jam. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Mm. <laughs> Here, here's a napkin. Mm. This hobby show is going to be a big thing, isn't it? Say, that's quite an honor, and quite a job. I'll say it's a job, but don't worry, we can handle it. We? Well, Natch, any good executive needs a good secretary. Now, if you've got a pencil handy, Miss Driscoll, I'll dictate a few notes while I eat breakfast. Oh, yes, Mr. Chairman. I'll take them down on a piece of toast. First, I've got to call the merchants and line up prizes, see? Second, call the old chairman and get the list of hobby entries. And third, pass the cream and sugar. My coffee's getting cold. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Tracy. We're promoting prizes for the hobby contest winners, and whatever prizes you donate will be largely appreciated by a large sign near the door that says, Get your hardware and hobby stuff at Tracy's, you see. Hmm? Oh, well, the size of the sign depends on the size of your generosity, Tracy, old boy. Dozen hacksaw blades? Oh, sure. We'll print up a nice sign for that on the back of a postage stamp. If I were you... Come in! Yeah, well, you better think it over, Tracy. My wife's downtown with the car now. She'll come by your place soon. Goodbye. 
I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, it's you, Doc. What took you so long to get to the door, loose change? I gave the double ring so you'd know it wasn't a bill collector. I, Doctor, am extremely busy. Busy contacting my constituents. It takes a lot of calls. Constituents? What are you running for, city limits? Because I'll be no, glad... No, I'm not running for city limits. If you'd been at the special elks meeting last night, horse meat, and if you'd have been sitting there in your usual three seats, you'd know that I was elected new chairman of the Hobby Show Committee. You? Yes, I. Hmm. And for your big jealous information, I was elected anonymously, too. <laughs> anonymously is right. Yes, sir. You probably held your hat over your face and yelled, I nominate Fibber McGee. Then before they could recover from the shock, you ducked under the table and yelled, I second the motion. Oh. Right? Nah. I've seen you work that stunt before. That way, nobody knows who made the nomination or who seconded it, so everybody goes along with it just to play it safe. Right? Ah, go peddle your placebos, pill pusher. <laughs> I got no time to swap insults with you. I'm busy. <laughs> but just for the record, I've only had this job since last night, and I already got over a dozen prizes donated. Well, maybe I'll just enter your hobby show, Sonny. Give the thing some class. Am I eligible? Well, I don't see why not, blubber boy. Everyone's welcome. What'll I put you down for? A whale that collects people? <laughs> Ah! No, wind tunnel. Put me down as a stamp collector. Okay. Bring your stuff around to the Elks Hall tomorrow and we'll set you up. Good. And before I go, because you've been so cordial during my little visit, I'd like to leave you a sample from my collection. Would you like one? Why, sure, Doc. I've always been interested in stamps. Well, here's one you should have had a long time ago. Oh! Oh, my foot! Why? <laughs> oh! So long, Pigeon. I'll see you later. <laughs> Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. May I tell you about a new cream deodorant that actually vanishes when you rub it on your skin? You rub it in, you rub odor out. You rub it in, you rub perspiration out. It's the new Arid with non-staining chlorophyll. Just try this amazing test. Take an onion, slice it open, and rub it on the back of your hand. Now take Arid with chlorophyll and rub into the same spot. When the light green color vanishes, all odor is gone. And that's exactly what happens to perspiration odor and perspiration, too, when you use Arid with chlorophyll daily. No other deodorant can give you Arid's exclusive rubbed-in protection. Arid has a vanishing cream texture, which gives you one and a half times the protection of any leading deodorant. Safe for normal skin and fabrics, non-staining, washable. Don't be half safe. Be completely safe. Rub in Arid with chlorophyll to be sure. Only 43 cents plus tax. Yeah, that's right, Wong Chow, old pal. That's what we need, prizes. I thought two chop suey dinners, family style, might make a nice prize, and we'll put you up a big sign near the door that says, you can always get the white chow at Wong Chow's. Hmm? You don't think... Come in! Well, Wong Chow, is there anything from China around the restaurant that you want to get rid of? You know, maybe something you're sick of looking at, huh? Your brother-in-law? No, no, look, Wong Chow, I ain't got time. Come in! Oh, gun it, I wish Molly was here to... What's that, Wong Chow? Free rice cakes to everyone at the door? That's a deal. I'll see you tomorrow. Arriba Derche. Now, let's see who's at the door and... Oh, I finally made it. Oh, it's you, Molly. I didn't know it was you, right? Help me with these boxes, will you? Okay. Why didn't you open the door? 
Did you ever try to stand out there with your arms full of bundles and turn a doorknob with your teeth? I'm sorry. You see... There are more prizes in the car. Stuff from Kramer's Drugstore and a tool kit from Tracy's Hardware. Watch the big box there. It's full of chickens. Chickens? Little ceramic chickens from the gift shop. Mm. <laughs> They're little salt and pepper shakers. Oh. Miss Penny said she was glad to get rid of them. Hasn't had any luck selling them. It seems her little ceramic chickens really laid an egg, which is a joke I made up on the way home. Where's your boy? Point killer. He's supposed to bring some stuff for prizes. Hurry up, Johnny! Happy! Well, hang on, old-timer. I'll give you a hand. Yeah. Prizes, Johnny, for the hobby show. What do you want this hundred pounds of sugar? And... Any place, any place. That's heavy. Just drop it right there where you are. Oh! Wrong hand. Drop the gallon of vinegar. Heavenly days. All over Oh, my... no great harm done, daughter. Shark of vinegar ain't much of a prize, anyhow. That sack of sugar swallow. Well, thanks, old-timer. Boy, I got close to 50 prizes for this thing so far. Let me get there with the mop. Okay. You gonna enter the hobby show, Mr. Old-timer? I don't know, daughter. Ain't decided yet. My sister May was here, though. She'd get into it. May devoted her whole life to her hobby. What kind of hobby was it? Getting married. <laughs> All May's hobbies was hobbies, kids. <laughs> She took so many walks down the aisle, she had to have her bridal slippers half-soled three times. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a very romantic girl. Yep, she tried them all, daughter. Millionaires, sewer diggers, and just ordinary fellers. But her favorite husband was her last one. He was what they call a small businessman. A small businessman? Three foot tall and cute as a bug. (laughs) Doll Boy Middleton, his name was. Business manager for Middleton's Midgets. Midgets, huh? They was married on the 15th of June at a military wedding with cross swords and everything. Yeah, military wedding, huh? Very impressive affair, son. Six foot bride and a three foot groom made a very interesting pair. (laughs) All them little fellers look so cute standing there making an arch with their swords and waiting for the bride and groom to come out of the church. Oh, I'd like to have saw that. Well, sir, the wedding was over and folks started throwing rice and the happy couple run out of the church and down the steps and then it happened. What happened? When my sister May run through that arch of swords, she clean forgot to duck. <laughs> oh, no, you mean? Yep. That, kids, <laughs> was the end of May... Right in the middle of June. <laughs> so long. So long. <laughs> ah, he makes that stuff all up. You know that? My gosh, I got work to do here. I got to promote some more prizes and get that, will you? Choppy Moran promised to call and give me a list of the entries so far. He's the ex-chairman. Okay, you? I'll get it. Hope we don't have over 50 or 60 entries on account of because we ought to have a prize of some kind for every guy that enters a hobby, and I only got about 50 prizes so far. And if every... 79 was for Vista, Monty McGee speaking. Oh, yes, he's been expecting the call. It's Mr. Moran with the hobby entry list, McGee. Good. Just have him read them off. I'll get a pencil and paper and write them down. All right. Uh, Say, would you mind reading them off to us, Mr. Moran? McGee is going to write them down. Yes. Are you ready, McGee? Shoot. Ed Martin, rare coin collection. I got it. Mrs. Spradley, old operatic phonograph records. Gotcha. Mr. Spradley, earmuffs. Well, that figures. Yeah, I understand he's got quite a collection. Well, continue, my dear. That's all. What? Uh, Mr. Moran, are you sure there isn't another list somewhere that you... Oh, I see. All right, I'll tell him. Bye. What'd he say? That's the best he's been able to do with people all getting ready to go on vacation. And you have his sympathy. Oh, now he tells me. Only two days till the hobby show and we got everything but hobbies. 
Fifty prizes and three people to win them. Oh, quick, kiddo, get on the phone. Call the papers and ask for a plug. Call your friends and ask them for their hobbies. We got work to do. Tibber and Molly will be right back. Well, this is Roy Rogers. And this is Dale Evans. We'd like to take a minute here to remind you about our weekly radio program on NBC. Roy and I really enjoy bringing you these adventure stories every week, and we're real happy to have the Mellow Men as our singing partners on the Roy Rogers Show. Roy, tell the folks listening about this week's story. It's real exciting. Well, now, Dale, I, I don't think that we'd better give away the story we're going to be telling. I'd just like the folks to find out all about it as we go along. Well, maybe you're right. But we can tell them that along with you and me and the Mellow Men will be Pat Brady, as well as Bullet, the Wonder Dog, and Roy's horse, Trigger. Together we bring you stories and songs of the West. Stories that'll keep you on the edge of your chair with excitement. And songs to set your feet a-tapping. We sure hope you'll be right there beside your radio every week. Remember, it's the Roy Rogers Show every Thursday evening on the NBC Radio Network. Goodbye, good luck, and may the good Lord take a liking to you. Gazette is going to run a story on the hobby show in tonight's paper, Molly. That should build interest in it. Yep, in fact, I got two entries just out of talking to the Gazette. Oh. Mm-hmm. The editor wants to enter his uh, bottle cap collection, and he said his brother-in-law wants to enter his collection, too. What does the brother-in-law collect? Garbage. Ooh. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Tomorrow, McGee registers the entries for the big hobby show. So this is John Wall saying, don't forget to listen to Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Hearing Time brings you the Senate Committee hearing tonight on the NBC Radio Network.